0: The COVID-19 pandemic has prevented many people of faith from worshiping in person. Churches, synagogues, and mosques have adjusted by offering online services to their congregations as a way to stay connected. But the health crisis has hampered a vital part of a clergy member's mission, to serve the faithful in person. Jason Cashmer is the senior pastor of Christ the King Lutheran Church and School in Southgate and joins me on the phone. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. And I should mention uh, at the outset here, in the interest of full disclosure, that you are my pastor. And I'm wondering, and have been wondering for a while now, how the pandemic has affected the way you have served your congregation.
1: Yes, especially in the area of uh, pastoral care. Uh, not being able to see people, spend time with people has been, obviously, just something that you, you take for granted. And so we try to do the best that we can with the means uh, provided, uh, namely digital means and uh, phone calls, frankly, just trying to keep up with people uh, using those uh, those tools. Just, for example, um, I, I, I did not have Facebook. I was not on Facebook. I really didn't see a, a need for it. And one of our members kind of said when this first started, said, you know what, now's the time. You need to get a Facebook page so that you can keep up with folks, give them a word of encouragement, to kind of know what's going on. But at least for those of our members, and a great many are on Facebook. And you'd be surprised—even some folks that you might think are, you know, our pioneer members or some of the, our older members—they uh, still take advantage of that social media. It's kind of interesting.
0: Have people been watching the uh, online services?
1: Yes, we've been tracking that, and we've had about a steady number uh, since. Well, you look back, it seems like six weeks now. And so, yes, we are getting a good involvement and good engagement from that. Uh, We're kind of doing a combination. Sometimes we go live stream. Sometimes it's recorded, but it's always posted at 10 o'clock. And what's interesting to see when you watch those, the comments come in. And it's as if you have a community that is now kind of sprung up out of this online watching with the people watching at the same time. I believe it speaks to our our human need for belonging, our human need for community. And we're seeing that um, as as people yearn for worship. They yearn to be together.
0: Being a pastor is not your typical nine-to-five job. It's a calling, which means you have to be available at any time uh, to, say, uh, minister to the sick, for example, perform other duties. Uh, How have you been able to navigate that?
1: Uh, cell phone, <laughs> you just you're just available um, text messaging, uh, Facebook messaging, uh, keeping up with uh, emails as folks are, are letting us know what, what's happening. We have a ministry here at church where we make phone calls to all of our members. We have about I want to say maybe 24, 25 phone callers, and they'll go through the entire list of our members. Now, with a church of over 500 households, you know, it's quite a task. and. They're making these calls just once a month to check up on people in field prayer requests. We've increased that now to two times a month so that we can just have a little bit more contact uh, with our folks and give them an opportunity to let us know what's happening um, field prayer requests, give them a word of encouragement.
0: Part of the risk, of course, uh, of face-to-face interaction is being exposed to or exposing someone else to COVID-19, and you yourself are recovering from COVID-19. When did you find out you had it?
1: Uh, April 19th, so it will be the Sunday after Easter is when I, I took the test, kind of knowing that I, had, uh, I was having some symptoms with, uh, it's very odd, uh, I As I talk to people about it, i would had mild flu symptoms. I was very fortunate. It only affected me, kind of hindered me for a few days. I joke with people that I have been much sicker before. The flu kind of knocks you out for a couple of days. You, requ- you uh, recover for a couple of days, and then, you know, you look back and say, wow, last week I had the flu. Uh, this was milder symptoms but longer-lasting, and now I feel as if a uh, I'm fully recovered from the symptoms and I'm able to get back to a regular schedule.
0: What have you missed about interacting with CTK members face to face?
1: Simply hearing about their day to day or uh, just catching up with them and how they're doing, how the family's doing. Just little conversations that you miss. I mean, right now, I'm an avid sports fan. And so, you know, this is the time of year you'd be seeing if the Tigers were off to a decent start. Yeah, Michigan would have its spring game. Uh, we would have had, I believe this this weekend uh, was the weekend of the uh, PGA Championship, if I'm not mistaken, uh, just talking uh, to people about uh, regular things. One of the little things that I miss in terms of worship, even though it's nice that we've got the online worship, you know, every Sunday the elder for that service meets with the pastors, Pastor Mark and myself, and, and has a prayer. And just that little time in the office before worship... Um, you know, as brothers in Christ, kind of asking the Lord to bless our worship. It's uh, one of the little things that uh, that you miss.
0: When in-person worship does resume, what will that look like?
1: Boy, that's a great question. We've been asking ourselves that question now for the past couple weeks, um, and we've been reading some articles. You know, some churches, they're talking about, you know, every other pew uh, keeping social distancing and we're taking those things into consideration. And what's difficult about it is every church is a little bit different. The CTK is a kind of a larger fellowship. When you get back to worship, you want to duplicate what you had. Well, having 300 people in a sanctuary simply might not be possible. So how do we how do we manage that? Uh, we're considering those questions. It's uh, the main topic of our, our upcoming uh, staff meeting and board meetings. Can't really answer that right now.
0: Do you expect to reopen the school this fall? And if so, what precautions will there be to protect students, staff, and teachers?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, th- those protocols are being put into place now with our principal, uh, Dr. Kelly Cap, uh, following along the guidelines set by our, our Michigan district uh, superintendent of schools. Uh, also, how we monitor the, the health of the children, how we monitor the the health of the the teachers will be things that we put in place. And uh, kind of the old adage, you you plan the work, and then you work the plan. You know, that's what we'll be doing. Uh, hopefully, as things that we'll get back to normal uh, in the fall.
0: Anything you want to add, Jay?
1: Kind of a word of encouragement uh, to people. I know that it's a you know obviously a very challenging time, but I firmly believe as we come through this that as a community, uh, as a community of believers, and maybe just as a community, I believe we're going to come out stronger on the other th- other side of this. I. I really believe what's been more evident than just the the virus itself has been the response to the virus and the way that people have stepped up. And I believe that is God at work, and that's encouraging to see. I believe the church, our community, our families are going to come out stronger on the other side of this from what we learn from it.